Welcome to the PSD Cast with your host, Jason Lumberg at Power Systems Design. The Consortium for Battery Innovation just released their 2021 technical roadmap, and we'd like to delve into that today. In their own words, the opportunities for the global-led battery industry to provide sustainable, reliable, and high-performing batteries to achieve global electrification and decarbonization targets are limitless. And that's never been more true. Whatever the type of renewable energy, battery energy storage is a key component of that and the move, and the move away from carbon fuels. So batteries have never been in higher demand, and their application could help change the world we live in. On the line to discuss that is CBI's Senior Technical Director, Manager, uh, Matt Rayford. So, Matt, welcome to the show. And in general, why are batteries and battery energy storage so important for the future of the planet? Yeah, hi, Jason. Thanks for having me. That's a good question. Um, We're seeing battery energy storage becoming a key solution uh, for further electrification and decarbonization of the world's utility grid. Um, And really what they offer in this case is a, a, you know, easily distributable solution um, for utilities to use to do everything from backup um, to mitigate things like frequency response issues, um, as well as deploy them in mass uh, all over the country, whether it's nestled within a city or, you know, out in a rural community, um, batteries are being used uh, like never before, uh, really because of this kind of dynamic, flexible way that they can be used. Um, so, you know, we're seeing them in microgrids all the way up to large-scale, um, utility-scale operations. Um, yeah. Right. Now, the, the roadmap mentions that the lead battery market should account for 80% of new cars by 2030, and not, not an unrealistic goal given all the worldwide EV mandates and you know the march of technological progress. And CBI also says that the industry needs to continue extending battery life cycle to 5,000 cycles. But as I understand, a typical cycle life is somewhere in the 1,000 to 1,500 range right now. So from a technology and perhaps a societal perspective, what, what needs to be done to hit the ambitious goal laid out by CBI? Yeah, um, that's another good question. Uh, really and truly, so there's two major applications to focus on. In automotive, um, batteries need to have a, what's called a high dynamic charge acceptance. So they can accept all the power from the alternator. And that 12-volt net, power net, is only limited by the alternator. And we're seeing that now today. Um, So lead batteries are used in internal combustion vehicles, micro-hybrids, but also as a 12-volt auxiliary battery in all levels of hybridized cars. So in that case, uh, they need to be durable, they need to have a high dynamic charge acceptance. And, um, you know, based on our roadmap and our market analysis, uh, we've seen that, you know, advanced batteries, uh, lead batteries, are going to be key for all types of vehicles um, in the coming years. Now, for in terms of cycle life, that's more towards stationary applications like energy storage systems that I just spoke about. And really what we're 
we, we phrase it as cycle life because that's kind of a battery-specific performance metric. And we're seeing batteries now today, lead batteries, that are hitting this you know, 5,000 cycle goal. But really and truly what you're aiming for for these kinds of batteries is just maximizing what's called energy throughput. Um, and really, the higher energy throughput you have, the lower the operational cost. And this is a really key aspect to how, you know, important stakeholders, say, like the United States Department of Energy or the EU Energy Commission are viewing uh, battery energy storage. Um, so from the battery side, increasing cycle life is is very important. But from the system side, maximizing energy throughput is kind of the that perspective. Um, and we're seeing this um, in systems coming online today across many different battery chemistries, but lead has done a lot of innovation over the last five years or so, and we're seeing products out in the uh, field that are hitting this metric that we put out in our former roadmap, um, but also our current one, which has been really exciting. Okay, now the, the roadmap does focus heavily on lead batteries as, uh, as our conversation thus far is attested to, but it also mentions the rise of lithium-ion batteries, which have become a key pillar of many sectors, including automotive. So what do you think the battery chemistry breakdown will look like in the near future and why? And, you know, will lithium-ion surpass lead batteries, or will they each maintain an equal slice of the market? Yeah, um, so I think one of the ways to look at this, so to answer your question outright, lithium will surpass lead. The demand is very high. Um, and that really is uh, has to do with electric vehicles. Um, you know, lithium has a high energy density. If you look at, look at it on the periodic table, it's in a much better position for portable-type energy storage. And um, it makes a lot of sense for electric vehicles for the actual traction battery. There'll still be a lead battery in there, like I mentioned, for safety, um, powering things like um, GPS, lighting, um, all sorts of things. Lead batteries and EVs power, on average, up to 150 different electronic devices. But, you know, the lithium-ion battery is what moves the car along. And um, so, you know, based on what we've seen in the market, the EV um, segment is going to grow dramatically. And lead batteries will grow with it, um, but the lithium-ion battery market will grow um, consistently uh, at a high growth rate for the next 10, 20 years. Now, that's in terms of automotive for EVs, but there's other uh, markets like telecom. Um, lead batteries are a, a perfect solution for that kind of market. Um, we expect lead batteries to maintain well over 90% of that market in the next couple of decades because they're safe, reliable, and very cost-effective. Uh, same goes for things like data centers, where lead batteries make a lot of sense, um, especially when you think about things like fire codes and other things. Lead batteries are very safe. Um, and then, you know, there's, you know, we just see batteries being put all over the place. So we kind of view it as an all-hands-on-deck kind of perspective. Um, right now, lead batteries have the, um, uh, they're the largest market player by, by volume, and they're about equivalent to lithium battery in terms of market uh, cap. Um, 
But like I said, there's just motivators across many different federal stakeholders to switch over to electric vehicles, um, and that's going to be the most important driver for lithium-ion market expansion is that those efforts right there. And, you know, if you look at any kind of market analysis, it's very um, optimistic for lithium. But, you know, over the last couple of years, we've seen a lot of growth in lead battery market as well. Um, so people just need energy storage. So it's, it's a good time to be in the battery world. Yeah, it makes sense. So in, in the 2019 roadmap, the CBI laid out goals regarding advanced lead batteries for start-stop and microhybrid use. So what sort of progress have we seen since then? Yeah, we've seen quite a lot. So we have our own technical program, which are research projects funded by our member companies. Uh, in one of them, uh, we've seen that uh, optimizing additives going into the lead battery can increase dynamic charge acceptance by up to 40%. Um, and in another project, we've seen that better battery management strategies have increased cycle life by almost 100%. Um, now, getting into real numbers, we set out a goal of two amps per amp hour for our DCA. Um, there's batteries in uh, in low-volume production right now that are over that value. Um, so we've seen uh, a lot of movement in that metric. Um, also, as I mentioned earlier, um, cycle life or, you know, kind of this energy throughput perspective, we've seen lead batteries make dramatic gains. Um, and so there's products out now that um, – have much higher cycle life than was common, say, even five, ten years ago, um, hitting four, five thousand equivalent cycles uh, in their uh, service life. So uh, we've seen a lot of advancements. But, you know, the thing about our roadmap is we're constantly revising it and expanding it. Um, and as lead batteries perform better and better, um, we'll move the metrics to accommodate for that. One of the things we've added in our current roadmap is really kind of this systems view for energy storage systems. Uh, so talking about things like acquisition cost, operational co cost, and round-trip efficiency are uh, examples of how we've, uh, you know, broadened our perspective for that particular market. Right. Now, we've talked a lot about energy storage, but how about fast charging, um, you, you know, of its relevance um, in, in the automotive space, um, how close are we to deploying fast charging systems on a broad, broad societal scale? Do you think it might ever include uh, newer batteries like solid state batteries? And conversely, what could hold back their wider deployment? Yeah, so just for clarification, I believe you're talking about you know fast charging, fast charging systems for EVs, correct? Definitely, yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, th I think that's going to be a infrastructure development over the next five to ten years that's going to be monumentally important in conjunction with EV expansion. And what we've seen is that one of the limiting factors is the impact of these fast chargers on the local utility grid. Um so think about rush hour traffic, um, cars lining up to 
uh, charge their batteries, and then moving on to get back home. These kind of peak times can be a huge burden on the utility grid. Really, the utility grid pretty much everywhere isn't built for it. Um, it calls for not just better fast chargers, but say like higher gauge copper wire, all this infrastructure that may not even exist at the site. And the current thinking is, you know, our nice gas stations would be expanded with charging stations. We already see that already. And this is where I think batteries can, uh, specifically lead batteries can lend a hand. So we have several projects going on now where lead batteries are backing up EV fast chargers. Um, and what this allows is the local EV fast charger doesn't hit this peak rate time, um, and it helps alleviate some of the burden off the grid. Um, this is important for the grid as a whole, but it's also important for the local operator of this EV fast charger. If they go over, you know, a certain allotted usage for their energy, they can get penalized very heavily. Um, it can be, you know, rather astronomical tariffs or demand charges. So it's important to mitigate those kind of situations. And so backing up EV fast chargers with batteries is a really nice way to allow for them to be distributed throughout our society without it putting a, a huge burden on the utility grid. Now, you know, I expect, you know, if we if if you've been watching kind of um the federal government, all the nice bills moving through uh Congress, there's billions of dollars uh set for infrastructure development for EV fast chargers. Um but there will be efforts like that. Um, but also stateside efforts. We see a lot of effort in, in states like Missouri, uh, as well as, you know, more classic markets, say like California, where EV fast chargers are being deployed quite rapidly. And it's important to uh, look at the impact of these on the utility grid. And we think lead batteries um, are a nice way to provide backup, um, especially safely. You want a battery that doesn't necessarily have huge fire risk uh, near a gas station if you can manage it that way. So um, it's a it's something that we've been working on at CBI, and we expect for that to be a lot more commonplace over the next decade. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks, Matt. Uh, on behalf of PSD, I want to thank you for your time. And to our audience, thanks for tuning in. Stay safe and healthy and have a great day.